Good morning, rock stars! From coast to coast, we give you a toast as you listen to Rutten Radio on the Real Presence Network. I'm Joe Rutten, host of Rutten Radio. And I'm Father Paul. And I'm Father John. And we are Rutten Radio. It's your thing, John. This, the script says, <laughs> "Yeah, we're." Uh, <laughs> yeah, Lord. I was even thinking when we were going. I was like, "This, this the opening is like really different." Than, <laughs> I didn't know why, and I was like, "My, right? So I'm not prepared or ready or don't have anything in front of me." Uh, but it is the journey of life, right? So we're the Rutten Brothers, and we uh, come to you again this month, commenting on movies that provoke us to. Think, laugh, pray. Uh, from cult classics to classics of faith, we hope that the movies we review also help you grow. Speaking of growing, uh, I wish my hair in my head would grow. Uh, just, you know, random thought for the moment there. I just was like, what would it be like to have hair back? Yeah. I wish mine would stop Neither one growing. Of us, all of us are kind of a little... Don't you think at this point, don't you just want it to stop growing and then... Yes, as a matter of fact, I do. That yeah. where, then you just won't have to mess with it, right? Well, uh, just anyway. think how many people have to go to a barber or to a hair salon. And they're not so, cheap. Yeah, so I mean, in a way, we already have something going for us. Right, so we save uh, 25 bucks in our budget every month Yeah. on haircuts. Mm-hmm. And then you... I miss the on. massage though, the hair massage. When, oh, wasn't you know, that the best? Oh, yeah. And mom always <laughs> yeah. took us to the best places. Isn't yeah, that Stewart's? something like? Didn't we go? Yeah, to... you know, we didn't have a ton of money growing up, but mom never wasted expense on getting haircuts. Yeah, so you well, always got those. <laughs> that's because when we got them, she was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we got haircuts every month. <laughs> that's true. Remember uh, some got, of those pictures? We got oh, a haircut boy. like once a year yeah. before pictures, probably. Well, what would have been better to go to uh, oh cheapo one and have no you know a terrible experience and have your hair cut all the time, well, we or go to the really start good going place? To great clips. We yeah, started that's at when Stewart's dad, on the corner. That's when Dad took over, wasn't it? I don't Dad would take know. us to great clips over by Lewis Drug on Twelfth and Qantas, right? Yes. Yeah. Is Lewis Drug even there anymore? Yeah. All right. How are we doing, fellas? Great. Yeah, great. Back from vacation and. Ready for Lent? Ooh, vacation. Yep. So Yeah, we, we have entered into Lent. Yeah. And so today, today is? Ash Wednesday. As you listen. Fun. Yeah. I Buckle need up. some discipline in my life. I need some little sacrifice. I need a little, a little pruning. Uh, coffees. I love my expensive $5 oh. lattes that uh, probably need to go. I have not come up with something to give up for Lent yet, though. So hmm. we can maybe by the end of the show, I'll pull the trigger. Have found a five dollar latte. Seems and like if you that's find like... me in the drive through of Starbucks or Scooters, uh, don't check my order. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well here we go. Let's rock and roll. It's our movie of the month. And it is Spider-Man No Way Home. Father Paul, you want to give us a little context? Sure. With Spider-Man's identity now revealed, Peter asks Doctor Strange for help. When a spell goes wrong, dangerous foes from other worlds start to appear, forcing Peter to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. dun 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 Initial thoughts or comments. Uh, now, I forget whose movie this was, but I would bet it's Father Paul's. Yeah. Okay, here's the reason. Because we rarely do a movie that's in the theater. That's so true. Part of <laughs> now us, we know why. Now yeah. we know. But, but part of it was, let's do something people are seeing right oh, now yeah. right. Uh, right. versus one that's a cult classic right. that everyone knows and watches at a particular time so it's or one nobody's theater. ever thought of. If you of. have not seen it yet, Spider-Man. It's still no in the movie you theater. Can go and you watch can go. It you'll the be theater. the only one there. At um, 9.30. There was... <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. So there was two other people there at the theater with me last night. <laughs> And I wasn't one of them. Uh, when I went, I went at a pretty, pretty reasonable time. There were only six people there. Yeah. I, yeah, there, there was only wasn't. about five when I went. I, mean, I went a long time ago. The whole era is over. I don't know how they're still open. 
Yeah, How do you think they do it? I mean, anyway, I think that's that a whole other conversation. Yeah. Did you go on a Friday night or a Saturday night? I mean, I, think I don't it's like remember my entertainment. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think like for the first week or so, it's busy. Like when I would go to the gym, there would be a line of people to go to movies mm. uh, during the Christmas break. Uh, so I do think people still go to a degree, just not to the degree. But I don't think movies require the theater to make all their money anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think for the the financial part, the movie theater, now that's a question. Like, yeah, how do that's they what I'm open? wondering. But the movie industry, it's just, it'll just move. So, yeah, that's anybody out there on uh, movie theaters, let us know how it's going. <laughs> I yes. don't think it's going. I mean, there's nobody, yeah, yeah. yeah. there was nobody but, there. How about mm-hmm. the. I mean, remember when we used to go when we were young? Oh, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, people packed. everywhere. The cars were all over the place. The place was like popping. You actually now now the same person that you buy your ticket from also rips your ticket in half, also sells you your popcorn, and also picks up the popcorn behind you when you're done with the movie. The same person. The only thing <laughs> I used to all be needed people. <laughs> last night was a person to give me my popcorn. Then there was nobody, uh, there. nobody else was needed. So it's almost all self-automated. Yeah, yeah, yeah interesting. Well, all right. what did you think of the movie? Yeah, you know, I think it was one of those ones where it would have been helpful to have seen some of the Spider-Mans uh, just because of the nature of the movie. You're um, telling me. But it, I did think it tackled an important question in, in all of it. Uh, does life require real sacrifice? Uh, and so I, in that sense, I felt like for, for Marvel or DC... Um, it did go beneath the, just the special effects and the fighting and all of that to asking a real question. But So I'm new to this stuff. Is it not common for Marvel or DC Comics to have a great question at the heart of it? Or? Well, they will to a degree. I mean, there's always the question of like your identity or like, but most of it is just about how they became who they are, their arch nemesis, saving the world, the world hating them, loving them, you know, all kinds of different things. But Father John? Yeah, in general, I got a great taste of why it's the only Marvel movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's <laughs> the only Marvel I, movie. You know, that's probably seen. not totally true, but it might be the only Marvel movie I've never seen. I've seen Spider-Man back when I was a little kid, you know, the original Spider-Man. Uh, I, I remember, or not Spider-Man, Superman, you know. I remember him in that cave, that big, you know, that's DC, but that's okay. Oh, that, oh, that's like, it's like Star Wars, Star Trek, like Marvel DC is, they're like, they're not, okay. So, so I mean, this is just telling you. So I've never seen, so it's my first Marvel movie. So Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll join you in the, the circle of the unknown. I just acted like I knew something that I had no idea what I was talking about. I'm like Marvel DC. Uh, yeah. The thing that really is interesting to me is that a genre can really grasp you. And what is it that makes you like a, a grasped by something? And I could see parts of it, you know, it does help that you say, you know, if you had other Spider-Mans, then you would like understand this in a more complete way. Um, but there were some cool things. I mean, there were some great visual effects. So if you're a visual effects person or things like that, I'm more your, you know, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, the, this is what one thing that I would say uh, I thought was really, really, really cool was bringing back the other Peter Parkers. I mean, Awesome. Now, whoever created that idea, I was like, this is ingenious. So that was like a cool. Now, if I had been in the other shows, if I had watched the other movies, then again, it would have been maybe more to me. But I really thought that was a like a storyline above all storylines. And so, why do you have a huge grin on yeah. your face? What's that? Why do you have a huge grin on your face? <laughs> because I have no idea what you're talking about. I left the movie. <laughs> no. Oh. no. Okay. I, I was like, so, so I knew this was going to be a thing. And I was like, I went to the bathroom and I was like, I think I'm done. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I, I just, thought I was bad for not watching the end of like the last few minutes. At least it was minutes. 
I left. And, 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 and like, you've got all this stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. You were going to do it. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I actually tried making it so that you wouldn't. Un- I, okay. This was all right. intentional. All right. Well, yeah. So that's my th- That's my initial thoughts. So is, tell me yeah, about so, bringing back all the Peter so, Parkers. So here's, I, I mean, this is the spoiler of the whole thing. So if you've watched Spider-Man, three different men have played Spider-Man, just like different men played Batman, different men play Superman. Right. Yeah, like, like so James they, Bond. They, so they yes. literally yeah. brought back the actors from each of the eras and the said Spider-Mans. So the costume they wore, oh. the, the, the person, the villain they fought, uh, because it's this concept of multiverses. So right. multiple universes right. all come colliding together into yeah. one place. So what was the shock was when all of a sudden you realized the original Spider-Man and then the next Spider-Man and then and then they meet each other. And so what happens when the same character meets himself in three different ways? So this so. explains a lot. <laughs> I left at one, an hour and 45 minutes in. I looked and I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. How long is this thing? Two hours and 30 minutes. Right. I was like, I have another 45 minutes left. Now, for those for our listeners out there, you're listening to Rutten Radio as Father Paul, Father John, and myself are reviewing Spider-Man No Way Home as our Joe movie went of home. the month. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man, go home. And um, I looked, I thought, two hours and three. Now, the real problem was, one, I was by myself, so I didn't have accountability. Okay. I could do whatever I wanted. Number two... I waited until the last possible mm-hmm. showing, uh, except for it wasn't the 9.30 showing. There was a later one, but at 8 o'clock, it was like 10 o'clock, and I'm like, this is going to go for another 45 minutes. Uh-huh. I can't do this. I even drank a energy drink before I went, like to try and keep me pepped up. But then I was like, this is why I don't like these things. Like, what what's going on here? Multiverses. And it wasn't like a Matrix deal. I knew something was going on, but I couldn't quite get it. And I didn't have any backstory. And I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so I went all the way home to go to the bathroom. And little did I know that all the other Spider-Mans would show up. That would be cool. It was. Well, let's hear about it. I want to know what the movie was like. <laughs> and the rest of our episode, folks, is going to be Father Paul. Great. Tell us. <laughs> Great. Uh, no, I, so one of the big questions and the real thing about the Spider-Man that really was this rally was all of a sudden people knew who Spider-Man was. Correct. So, right away at the beginning. Right. So this is the now problem. Like Peter Parker no longer has the ability to be Peter Parker and Spider-Man separate. Previously in previous episodes. Only certain people knew who he was. Everyone else just simply knew Spider-Man. And he could sort of, just like all the other superheroes, could come and go uh, and and live live two lives. And so this real question then, um, do we do this? Hmm. Do we want to be able to live two lives? So there's the life at work. There's a life at home. There's a life with our friends. There's the life, you know, at church. Uh, and then what happens when these worlds sort of begin to collide and all of a sudden the person we are at work becomes, somebody finds out that we're not the same kind of person uh, in, in the midst of all of that. Uh, so there is this real question when we look at things. Um, what do we do with that? Um, and are we okay with it? And is it actually healthy that it would all become integrated? That we would be the same person? Uh and that we would be okay with with that reality, um, and so this is what Peter Parker is trying to figure out. Uh, the problem is, he wants to be able to have it both ways. Right. So he wants the privacy, but then he wants to be able to let the people he wants to know who he is, who he is again, and he doesn't want to have to have them separated. So I made that as one of the central themes that I had coming out of this too was control. Like my desire to control reality. Mm -hmm. And when he's in the, he's going to try and fix the problem (laughs) and trying to fix the problem, he creates another problem. Mm -hmm. And that nothing, and then nothing was ever good enough, right? The minute he would get the problem fixed in the spell or whatever that's cast. Oh, one more person. Wait a minute. One more thing. Wait a minute. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. I do that in my life all the time. Wait a minute, one more. 
then I get what I wanted. Wait, one more. One more. Yep. <laughs> it's like, are you ever satisfied, kid? <laughs> no, I'm not, you know? And there's an ancient proverb, and it's found in many traditions, uh, but there's two ways of walking. One is to acquire more, and another is to desire less. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, it's like he wants more. He can't, he can't settle for less, right? He can't just take what he has and be good with it. Mm-hmm. He wants more. He wants to have his cake and eat it too. And it really gets him in trouble. <laughs> it creates a, uh, a problem for him. Now, my, I didn't stay around to figure out how he solves that. Sure. So. <laughs> well, so, so the other thing, though, that's an interesting theme that's found in, in other stories and ways of life is this reality there's often a character – uh, or a person who must live a life of celibacy, of complete detachment from the things of this world, from the people of this world. Uh, and we don't want to do that. So Jedis, Star Wars, mm-hmm. Jedis have to be celibate. What causes Darth Vader's problem? He doesn't want to be celibate. He wants both. Uh, Game of Thrones, the Night Watch, same thing. They're in black, celibate men who stand on a wall and protect the culture from everything on the other side. But what's the problem? He doesn't want to stay celibate. Uh, The priesthood and religious life. To really live this requires celibacy. But people all say, well, no, no, you should be able to get married. And so this real challenge that our culture faces of not wanting a group of people to have to be willing to voluntarily sacrifice completely everything. Uh, it's a real sacrifice, but we, we do it because to, to live the life that we're called to live requires us to detach from all of the, these relationships, not because they're not healthy or good or, or important for people, but because of what's being asked of us, this divided heart. Uh, so that was definitely in there because he wanted to be able to be in relationship with MJ. Uh, right. And so this is what you missed, Joe. Uh, is at the end of the movie, he goes back to the diner where MJ works. And she doesn't know who he is because he's Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. That was great. And and he makes the attempt to meet her. And then he realizes he can't do it. Mm-hmm. And he walks away and he leaves it behind mm-hmm. and he chooses it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so again, we see that. You know, the other one that I just thought of now, we see... Uh, in the the new Boba Fett uh, Mandalorian series, little baby Yoda, Grogu, uh, has to make the same decision as well. He can either be uh, a Mandalorian or a Jedi, and they place before him two objects. And they say, you can't be both, you must choose. And so again, he has to choose. I won't tell you what he chose, but this question though, uh, to be able to really live your vocation does require a sense, uh, but we see it in all kinds of cultures. But but today we want to be able to not have that sacrifice. We don't want a group of people who would be literally willing to give up everything for the sake of others. That really brings back the movie in a way. The end of the movie is really, really good. Right. <laughs> and I guess I, I can see if I had, if you have a few of those experiences, then when you watch the next ones, you can you realize like you can um, that was a really incredible scene at the end of the movie when he goes into there and yeah. doesn't she come up and ask him if he wants a coffee or right. something. And, and, uh, and then when he walks out mm-hmm. like every, it's like, and isn't she's there with the friend right, too. Right, yeah, so it's yep, not yep. even just her. It's no, like no, no, no. It's, it's his friend, friend yeah. out there. And they're getting ready to go to school. I mean, they, they're going to go to school, like all these yeah. things. Uh, and he wants it back, but again, he has to freely but choose it. But he does it. freely choose it, which mm-hmm. is the awesome part. Right. Is he recognizes that this is not he? All, he was given the he was given it back again. Right. The thing that he threw to truly be Spider Man. Yeah, he took it back. He said yes to that again. <laughs> an opportunity was given him only because of the multiverse. Right. Uh, yep. The whole that, situation, all of it possible. coming together, um, having to look at it, um, having to to acknowledge that reality. Um, that plays out in it. Yeah. There was uh there was a part in there where 
um, I don't know who was saying it to who, but they said, when you try to fix people, there's always consequences. Mm -hmm. And that really struck me in such a way because you see how Peter Parker, Spider-Man, you see how these, these constant, there's consequences to all of these desires he has, Mm -hmm. uh, to change people, to fix situations, to do all of these things. And in a way we're in a trap because every time then you're put in front of this situation, you have like A or B. Mm-hmm. If just if we just look at our lives, we have like mm-hmm. A or B. And it's like, okay, so I don't try to fix people. I don't try to fix anything. I don't try to change the world, maybe you want to say, you know. Um, then there's consequences to that. Well, if I do, there's consequences to that. But in a way, you see through the multiverse, like there's actually redemption. Yep. And for us if you really look at life, the only way to that same place is through Christ. The recognition that like there is a merciful almighty God mm-hmm. who, who gives you a space to know that even the consequences aren't beyond him. Mm-hmm. They're beyond us right. and our choosing trying yep. to fix will have consequences. But for him, there has been a fix. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could see that, the multiverse in a sense made that possible for Peter Parker, but we don't have a multiverse. It doesn't really exist right. yet. Yeah. <laughs> and even if we did, we'd probably find out it doesn't work like we want it to work. Right. Uh, but we want this redemptive dynamic to our life and Christ makes that possible. Well, I sat there thinking to myself, I can't wait to find out how they make this one Christian <laughs> or like what, you know, and I'm like, Oh, Oh yeah, and then the single thing, Paul. I've never really thought about the superhero and sacrifice, and you know, living a celibate life. But you're right; that is a characteristic of the sage hero, if -hmm. you will, is their celibate. Mm -hmm. Um, And the idea that you would, in your vocation, can't have it both ways, if you will. You have to leave something behind. Yeah, and in a sense, uh, the the Christian part, I think, is is true particularly when you're ta- when what i just mentioned but in a way it is kind of fascinating to me to think that i'm thinking about the buddhists like they have the nuns and the monks like mm-hmm. it is interesting all of a sudden to just think like there is a human dynamic about celibacy there's something about celibacy that the modern culture can say is odd mm-hmm. but actually every human culture finds a place in which they end up having to revere it almost, or they, I don't know, say more about what you've been, you, you yeah. appear to be mining that deeply. Yeah, because it, it, it truly is in all of these stories uh, and cultures. There is this reality that, you, you know, you look at any of this, uh, when you have to make a decision, um, like, again, why did you have to go to a movie at 930? What did you say? Because my wife and kids. Right. So you have to choose. Like, and, and thus your sacrifice is different. You know, now we have people per se, uh, but it's a different sacrifice that we make. Um, and it really is this ability in a sense to sort of say an undivided heart, uh, a completely like a focus that, that's beyond myself. Uh, the, uh, a willingness to, to also... Like there is within us, like this is this you know unique thing I think for us as humans to leave behind a legacy. And how do you do that through your kids? Like, so we sacrifice all these things, and so it, it causes us to ask this question: Well, why would you do this? Like, why would you do this hmm. for a greater good, the good of the culture, the good of the people? Uh, there's a greater good we see than my own desire, my own uh, a reality. But I just think hmm. when you begin to look at it, you realize so often. Um, in movies, in, in stories, in cultures, there is someone who is asked to forgo the natural, normal way of living life so that they can live right. for the sake of the other. But when they don't do it, <laughs> uh, it, it causes problems. Hmm. Like it, it really, like, you know, something else that just crossed my mind is it's not like 
marriage is going really well for society today either. It's not like if you guys got problems, marriage is like the first thing I'd think of to help fix them. <laughs> you know, like, yep. you guys should really be married. It's you know going great for everybody out here. <laughs> if I'm honest, it's not going great, right? Like, why do we? But that respect that we give to the celibate in other dimensions, Buddhism or uh, the Jedi or whatever mm-hmm. else. I don't know that that's how society looks at the priest. The society, some, I, I, I feel like you could get into it more, but we don't have time. But like somehow we think that the priest needs to be married, but we don't think the Buddhist you, monk needs to be married. No, or the religious sister, or the, or the religious, religious sister. sister. Yeah. Uh, do you think there's a sense of like uh, one thing I've noticed is the deeper you enter into human nature, into reality and whatever realm, the more you see the full complex the full dynamic of it and then it's almost scandalous so in a way i think sometimes i wonder if part of it is like people are really shocked when they find out i'm a human being mm-hmm. right. they're like you're a person you know yeah. uh but there's also that dynamic yeah it's like okay now you found out the beautiful part i'm a person and now hang out with me long enough and you're gonna find out i'm a person yeah <laughs> and so with that complexity then you think oh there's problems there too Mm-hmm. So maybe there wouldn't be problems if I, I suspect that's sort of, or, or, you know, there's problems in the church. So if we can have a solution to control it, you know, right there, there are consequences. Mm-hmm. We don't think about the consequences, but like, oh, if we just arrange it like this, um, then things would be okay. You well, know? we're, uh, we wrapped up quick. This thing flew by. <laughs> 26. Uh, so yeah. we've just got a minute left as we wrap up the first half hour here of Rutten Radio on the Real Presence Network. Uh, Father Paul, Father John here reviewing Rutten Radio's movie of the month, Spider-Man. The only place Joe went was home <laughs> as I left the movie early. Uh, but it looks like I need to go back for the last half hour. So, But with that, we're going to jump right into the break and uh, pick up where we left off when we come back here in our Faith and Culture segment as we dive deeper into the themes and insights from the movie of the month and discuss how they apply to the reality of our own lives. We'll catch you on the flip side as we take a minute. We'll be right back. Please support our sponsors. Welcome back to Rutten Radio on the Real Presence Network, your local and regional Catholic media network for all things awesome, which includes Rutten Radio. You can catch us on Facebook, or you can pick us up on your app phone with whatever devices you have. We love movie uh, recommendations, and we know that you're watching, listening in your car or somewhere where you can't just like jump on and send us a text message. But if you remember, if you ever, if you ever. Send us a text, send, send us a note on Facebook, send us an email, something, tell us movies that you'd like us to review. Uh, but I we would, won't do it until next year because right. we've already got the year set, but we'd like all the recommendations possible. And my suggestion is don't suggest Marvel or DC because, <laughs> because Joe won't even my watch brothers, it. John won't even like it. I will like stick it. around. No. Will, uh, it's all right. I'm next time. Getting, no, it's all right. No, I'm no, 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 it's okay. No, it's okay. Yeah, I, I, I understand. To like, it's all right. I might have to start watching like Mandalorian. <laughs> well, I'm not. I could do Mandalorian. Well, anyway, watching a little Mandalorian. Yeah. So see what, right. see what happens. Well, well, see what well, happens. Second half hour. Faith You know what I actually was thinking is as you were talking, Paul, I was like, Maybe Marvel movies are for smart people. No, <laughs> and that's why. That's why I just don't no, get it all. No. If I if I got it all, uh, it's just a it's a genre. Yeah, it is a genre thing, isn't it? And you uh, have to have just like, like Joe is always professors in college, yeah. and that's that's funny sports. because I never even realized it. Yeah, what it probably is is um, you you watch movies that make you think, right? Mm. Which is, which is the theme. That's what we're doing. And so each one of us thinks make differently. You think certain movies make me think. Certain movies make you think. And we are really very different in our movie choices, aren't we? That we are. I'll bet people could rate every movie review. I bet they could be like, Father John chose this. Yep. Yep. Father Paul chose. This. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, I would imagine the. Uh, all right. Anyway. So. All right. Shout outs. Second half. No, 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 no. We got to get it back to scapular checks. You guys still wearing your scapulars? Yeah, I got scapular mind. check. I don't. Do have you have yours? No. Oh, <laughs> I love that you always do this. And I you, almost took my. And you never. And you never. You never have it on. It's his mine. Yep. I got it. See you. Right. See it oh yeah. All right. I got yours. Right. Right. Rosaries. I got a new one. I bought a new Rosaries? one. Rosaries. Yep. From. Uh, 
the Carmelites. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. In Alexandria? Now I got to make it. I got to shorten it. And... Oh, yeah. Father Rosary. Yep. Yep. Rosary. Oh, you got a cool little carrying case. From the Holy Land. From the Holy Land. Jerusalem Cross. That's you, nice. You, I'm slipping. Okay. You don't slipping. have either? Lent. There you go. Lent. Gotta, That'll be a good Lenten thing game. for you. That'll be a good Lenten thing for you. Where your scapular every day. Spiritually, but I have not been doing good on like the devotions. Okay. Hey, you just got to follow. One day at a time, baby. Yeah, yeah. I don't get all yep. bent out of shape anymore. Yep, Although I, I do. My, my scapular, I do. I There's something to that scapular. Mm. Mother Mary's like, you know. So, shout outs. Paul. Uh, I haven't done the shout out to Rick Vakmanik in a long time. We just were the New York yeah, Encounter New York together. Encounter. So that was a good time. You were in New York Encounter? Yes, he was there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we should have just had a Rick whole who? My talk. good friend Rick. Rick. from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. The other oh, Harrisburg. He's from the other Harrisburg. Yep. Oh my gosh, we should have done the whole show on community liberation <laughs> and the encounter. <laughs> well, we'll have to. When like, did you get back? You, like last week. Hey, we could we one, could do yeah. like uh, the second half of the next show. We could do one of the videos. What was your favorite video? Was it awesome? Yeah, it was good. Uh, there was just myself and Father Joe Scholten from Sioux Falls. Yeah. So there was nobody Used to be a from whole Sioux crew Falls. Of us go out there, yeah. but you know, last year they didn't have it, so then we all got. But we yeah. went to this great uh, Greek restaurant, uh, and the this couple right next to us uh, just started talking to us, and they they were kind of being funny and joking and asking if we were Jesuits or who we are and whatnot. Uh, and they bought us our meal, oh, like they left, uh, and then we went to pay, and the the guys like, well, that couple that sat next to you, so we were like, oh my gosh, that was really nice. So the next day we're walking to the New York Encounter, and I run into him. Oh, really? Oh. And the guy's like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. That's what we got to thank him for it. Wow, great. New York City. What and, are the odds? Yeah. They would, yeah. You would run into somebody. Uh, yeah. Back to back. Days. Back to back. They weren't at the encounter. No, they were there. They were they're, just, they're, they're, one were of their kids. Catholic? Yeah. One of their kids lives there. So they're out there visiting. Hmm. Great restaurant. Loved it. Like, oh, this is one of our favorite restaurants. Uh, it was great food. And you ran into him the next Next day. day. Literally, we're on our way, and he stops. Hey, how was supper last night? And we were like, oh, my gosh. That's like Miles Beacom running into Aunt Mary Joe. That's right. At, at the, the cathedral, cathedral in Chicago. Chicago. Like, And how would you even, the sign of peace yes, is how they somehow figured it out. Like Aunt Mary Joe, the, the priest must have said and introduced where you're from or something and said Sioux Falls. And Aunt Mary Joe says, well, I know <laughs> Miles Beacom of all people and Amory Joe next yeah. to each other in a pew at daily mass, probably, or at weekend Sunday mass, mass, Sunday yeah. mass at Holy Name Cathedral in Chicago. What oh, the, uh, crazy. How or Ashley Ennis in Rome, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God so anyway, anyways, so, Lord have mercy. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, so Rick. So Rick. All right, yep. John. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to the McCoy family. Oh, yeah. So we're... Uh, uh, we entrusted Dane McCoy to the great arms of our loving father and blessed mother and his grandmother and um, and uh, Rob and Jackie McCoy's mom and dad and Blake, his oldest brother, and Olivia and Reese. So for our, our listeners out there, this yeah, is Prishner. I'm getting there. Yep, yep. So Prishner that passed away, um, young, eleven year old, just getting into you know the exciting middle school age. Um, yeah, passed away unexpectedly in a snowmobile accident. And so, yeah, it's been a gift, you know, and I think speaking about celibacy and things, I just see so much how my availability, mm-hmm. you know, the availability that I had in many ways m- made me so grateful. And I also realized that like there was, this is my life. This is yeah. what I gave my life for. And so there was a real sense of identity that um, but I just, yeah. the and the sacrifice, the real sacrifice you made, uh, as yeah. well, like a real yeah. sacrifice yeah. too, to, to give your life. This is yeah. who I gave my life for. So, uh, yeah. So a shout out to the McCoys. They're great. And I, I'm appreciative for whoever might be listening to this of all the prayers. So many people have been praying for them and it's just been like, I'm I, every once in a while you feel it, but like, this was one of those times you just like, you just know you're like on prayer. Yeah. You're like being moved on prayer. I don't know how to say that, but I'm yeah. grateful to so many people and I know they are too. So your shout out, Joe. Well, my shout outs are your shout outs, Father John. 
What? Can't go anywhere without Father John being the center of attention. Everybody wanted to say how wonderful Father John <laughs> it was. And like, yep, I can't even like teach my students without my students being like, yep, love your brother. I'm like, what? Hey, you don't even know my brother. So uh, we had extraordinary encounters. So I love teaching. And I've got this great lesson where we do ordinary and extraordinary. And the students have to go around and describe an extraordinary encounter. Hmm, that sounds like a Father great. John Rutten was the extraordinary encounter what? with one of my students. And it just <laughs> happens to be Trevor Fitzgerald. Really? Yes. Well, blast from, South from Dakota. the past. Oh, my and gosh. And he said him Trevor. and his family have come up a couple of times and went to Mass when he first moved back. Yeah. And he's a Yankton kid, but he's a good football player. So he's at Mount Marty playing football. Ah, playing football. Yeah, and so oh, I got him in class. hometown kid playing oh, in yeah, the, baby. the great new team. So Trevor and the Fitzgeralds out there listening, mom, pops, everybody else, whoever else, you guys will have to uh, hit up the show here if you haven't listened before. And then the second one is uh, uh, Joe S. So who's Joe S.? <laughs> so I didn't want to give it away, so John knew on the script. So yeah, I, I was Joe looking S. at it. I was like, who? I was like, so Trevor Fitzgerald and Joe S. Oh, so and now remember. you don't remember. Yeah, no, I don't remember <laughs> well, I can S. think of two, but it's probably neither one. Well, give him a shout out. Uh, Joe Schlanta? No, wasn't Joe, Joe Schlanta. And it wasn't Joe Schulten. Mm. So I'll have to come up. Oh, I, Stepka. Is there a Stepka or a Step? Yeah, Stepka. So you don't even know him, maybe. He's coming to your church every once in a while. He sneaks in. He's a Holy Spirit parishioner, and he sneaks out to Harrisburg to go to church. And I called him the other day for CMBF membership, and he, like, goes off on you. So there you go. There's your – in case you need an encouragement for the day. Well, uh, thanks. I'll give a shout-out, though, because we're going to drag this thing out a little bit. Really? To the Jablonskis. Anthony and Johanna Jablonski. So long story short – when I go to Yankton, I stay there one night a week with the Herons or with the Jablonskis, and the Jablonskis started listening to it. And he actually, they like think this thing's good. <laughs> like, <laughs> you low standard. You're actually like listening. I'm like, all right, great. So anyway, for all those listeners out there uh, that still shock me that you listen to this, Anthony and Joanna Jablonski, thanks for your contributions. All right. <laughs> I will not bring back Stump the Priest. On to the next segment as we talk deeper insights and themes from our movie of the month. Rate them. Oh, yeah, we got to rate the movie. You're not going to like my rating. Well, how can you rate it? You didn't watch it. (laughs) Yeah, that we shouldn't. There's going to be an asterisk on this one. All right, I'll give it a 2.5. 2.5. Joe? I just can't give it more than a 1.5. Because that's all he watched of it. <laughs> that's all I watched was half. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm going to give it a 2.25. Hmm. 2.08. 2.08. So that's the total. All right. With an asterisk. With an asterisk. Because I didn't watch it. Of watch it. Hey, score. I'm not the only one to have done such things. <laughs> there it is. Okay. That's I was funny. just I was just so I'll tell you this. So I'm with Mark Slattery last night or the other night, and they he uh he says to me, I just couldn't believe it, Father John. I'm like, how do you not like it's a wonderful life, you know? And the, and and I was just beside myself and I couldn't believe it. And then his wife or somebody else said to him, Well, did you watch the next month's did you listen to the next month's podcast? Because you're gonna find out that things changed when he watched the last five minutes of the movie. All of a sudden he thought it was amazing. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, we are something, aren't we? God bless us. I think that's why we have to be all three of us. <laughs> it's like, the only way to get the thing done is for there to be three of us. Right. It's if like we, the Spider-Man movie. We needed all three Spider-Mans. Oh, yeah. totally. We should have you know, we should have uniform. Well, you guys have outfits, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're always in the superhero yeah. outfit. Do you think? Do you think uh, this thing would fly with just two no, of us? No, not any chance. two of us. <laughs> no. Well, it, well, what would be well, the? What would be the? It could the, take it crash, take off, crash. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what would it be if it was just Paul and I? We we did it once. Yeah. What would in general? Where would what would the the sense? I think our audience has to tell us that it's kind of flat. I don't know that we can. I like, think. How yeah. Do we? I think so too. It's I think flat. we'd get too. Flat. It would be too flat, too serious. Yep. Um. If if, if it was if, just you and I, 
Well, you wouldn't have watched the movie. You, you wouldn't follow a script and you would just laugh would, a lot. You wouldn't have a script. <laughs> and you would laugh a lot. Uh, it would be a balloon without a string. And we probably spend most of our t- nights the night before watching the movie. Well, I do that anyway. Right. If we did watch it. Yeah. <laughs> And what, uh, what if it was yeah, like Joe and I? If it was Joe and I? Yeah, could you and maybe you? I bet the two of you could about, do it. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but there's a dynamic. So I'll that, tell you what I think the, the case would be. You can correct okay. me if I'm wrong. Now I think it's different. <laughs> now I think it's different. But if it, from the beginning, would have been that way. I. <laughs> this is really treacherous. I, I think. I have. <laughs> should I say it? Yeah. Oh, no. Of course you should. I think I have helped two of you. <laughs> you gotta wait. Oh, wait. you've helped. Wait. I, th- I think I have helped the two of you, uh, like, be more human. I think I think I've helped the two of you, <laughs> like, look at things in a more CL way, maybe, or like, uh, okay. uh, like. You know, kind of take a perspective on things that's a little more like ordinary life. Maybe, maybe you're not buying it. I, I no, I, not a chance. I think that. Like, I think if it was just the two of you guys, it'd I be said too to one, somebody one time. Oh, I said to somebody one time that I, I said, "Do you even understand what John's talking about?" <laughs> they were like, "If you didn't explain it to me, I wouldn't have a clue." I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. So the so, fact well, that your perspective is that's pretty good that cuz well, I mean, I think this is it though. Like like I'm not saying I alone could do it. What I'm saying is I dr- I put something in conversation that then you like draw out these questions mm-hmm. and like we get somewhere right, that right. we would never get if I weren't sitting in this chair. That's, that's what I'm trying funny. to say. Oh, and yeah. that's and I didn't know how to say oh. it cuz I was like that's it. That's okay. funny. Now, could could what would it be like if just one of us? What would the sh- what would Rutten Radio be <laughs> if it was Father Paul Rutten Radio? It'd be worse than Paul Harvey. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be very exciting. Paul Harvey's awesome. It's, like in the sense of like it'd just be yeah. monotonous. Because right. I remember the one time I had to talk for a half hour all by myself it was miserable. Why'd you have to do that? Well, because we mom <laughs> wasn't yet at the radio station, oh, that and was right. I was at, on the phone in Watertown. Yeah, yeah. What so, would it be like if it was just Joe? Um, be like I would need somebody to organize me. John, mm-hmm. how about just you? I always I say this often too. It, it wouldn't have as much humor. Uh, I get. I go too deep, too quick. Like, and you know, and then like people bring me up. That's why, that's why Ryan Noonan was so important to our friendship growing up. Cause Ryan was always laughing. Ryan was always fun. Sure. You know? So that's what I would say is if it was all me, people be like, I don't know if I can like, I'm not in a mood for that right now. You know, I get but, uh, reminded every once in a while. As well, that so to jump into Whew. Paul, so I'm grateful that it's all three of us. It is. It's awesome. Yeah, it is good. What do you think? Now, I well, what do I think? Every like July, this can change. I mean, you guys can end up, Paul. You could end up back in Yank or Watertown. Well, we did it then. Yeah, I know. But every year, I worked for a parish. I know how this works. Like every year, you just like, all right, you never know what's going to happen in a priest's life. And so uh, I always think, all right. Yeah, he could get a miter. <laughs> if Paul ends up in happening. Aberdeen or Pier or, yeah, like, you never know. So I just stopped and I said, well, well one day let's at a time. not worry yep. about it. One episode. I'm not. That's, right. So I'm, that's, yeah. So I'm like, this is great. Oh, yeah. When I when I was saying, what do you think? I was trying to get us. I was trying to help oh, get us. us back. Yeah, on I was trying to get yeah, us right, back. Right. On. Sorry, I'm not very good at like leading questions. <laughs> That's what the show would be like. <laughs> yeah. Amen. All right. So uh, further themes. Uh, I have charity listed here yes. for deeper insights as we take a look at um, conversations around the movie. And also, we don't need to forget, but we only have like a couple minutes left. 
uh, Ash Wednesday. So jump in wherever you'd like, Father John or Paul. Yeah, I was thinking with the dynamic, you know, this this aspect of charity. Like oftentimes God moves us in a way in an affective dimension. So you love someone and you give yourself for someone's, uh, say your child or something, you know, but in, in increasingly like charity becomes a total other gift, like in time, it becomes less about the fact that, so when there's an affective dimension to it, charity at times can be done because it also is a good for me. And, and over time and space and age, you grow in your awareness to like give, even if you don't receive something. And so you're more able to care for the poor person. You're more able to give your time to someone that's in need um, when there isn't much in it for you. So I just kind of, it's been helpful. And it's not that you have to all, all of a sudden start there. You start with the thing that moves you, but in time to know that you're going to be taken to deeper degrees of love. And oftentimes the highest form, Jesus on the cross, there's there's nothing pleasing about that. And yet here's a, the act of charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the act of charity. Father Paul? Yeah, so from a sort of just the technical, the virtue of charity is the habit or power which disposes us to love God above all creatures for himself and to love ourselves and our neighbor for the sake of God. So again, it is this sort of even going back, not that this is the, the Marvel's Spider-Man, but that ultimate love goes beyond everything else. And so this real idea of, do I love God above everything else? Uh, and what does that look like? And, and how do I live differently uh, when God is, is my ultimate focus? Um, and the challenge, I think, is again, as you went, as you said, the cross. There's nothing pleasant about that. Like we we see, you know, like charity, and it's like all warm, fuzzy feelings, and it's oh, I love serving the poor, and oh, this is just so great, and um, and yet there can be difficulties and challenges, and uh, you know, dryness of sorts from an, a worldly sort of standpoint. Um, even Mother Teresa, you know. There was the the one situation where someone was watching her and he was like, you know, you couldn't pay me a million dollars to do that. And she's like, you couldn't pay me either. Uh, that real freedom um, to be able to do that because of, of God mm-hmm. and our love for him. But I think the hard part is, if we're honest, uh, we want that feeling. You know, so if you think about, remember we talked about this with with the banquet. Many people didn't want to serve the banquet when it was just handing food out a window. <laughs> right. That's right. You know, and so there was yeah. this. Explain it, that. It, I think this it, is good so people can It grasp. sort of revealed what we want is the good feeling of somebody saying, oh, we're so grateful you're doing this. And oh, you know, uh, like this is so nice of you. And so to be able to get that affirmation back from these other yeah. people. So the banquet uh, is a soup kitchen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sorry. during COVID, they changed it where all we did was cook the food. Yep. And then you handed it to them as it came up to, the, like, to a window. Uh, you, you know, or I... Again, people who grumble and they're like, nobody ever appreciates the things I do for the church. Okay. Well, then why are you doing them? Mm-hmm. Like to really check that. Or even as a priest, you know, uh, sometimes you finish the day and you're like, wow, does anybody even care that I've just done all this? Like, oh, no, but why do you do it? Well, that's a good question. For me, it's not a problem of wondering if anybody cares. I know a lot of people care, but God always puts the one person in the path that doesn't care. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Like, right, 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 right. <laughs> How come that one person doesn't yeah. care? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think this real challenge, and maybe this again would be to tie into the, the idea of Lent. Lent is really to, to expose some of that. Mm. Uh, you know, to expose in my life, what are those areas that maybe uh, I don't, love God over, uh, or I don't think God is enough. Uh, and that ability to have to, to face that. Um, okay. Yeah, the idea of the idea versus the, the action, like charity as a willing, as an action for the good of others in God. Um, in theory, I'm like all on, let's do it, baby. Game on. 
<laughs> but I can't give up my cup of coffee in the morning for God. Like I'm so, so that act of like selflessness, that thing's brutal just on a very basic level. Right. So again, as I have said before, in, <laughs> in the, the church, they told us that this is exactly why coffee should be the thing you give up for Lent. Coffee should be? Yes. Cause you can't. Christianity so is not a, it's Christianity is not this sort of look at what I can do. Christianity is look at what God does. And I have to pick something I can't do. Interesting. Now, part of the discernment though is, is what is God asking me mm-hmm. as well? Because we also don't need to be miserable for it. And it's not our heroic, like I'm going to conquer right. So this. it's not stoic philosophy, right? right. Like, so, yeah. so again, Iron it is, you're absolutely will. right, Joe. You can't. So then you just have to say, well, Lord, is this the year that you want me to? And if it is, then then there's this trust that God will provide the grace. Doesn't mean you're going to succeed either, but you will find times where you're like, oh my gosh, I actually got the whole, I didn't even have any coffee today. Wow. How did that happen? Oh, thank you, God. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Then it gives I remember three times in my life where I stopped drinking coffee and all three times were total grace. Right. right. I went back to doing it. I wish I never would have went back to doing it. But I, when you, when you've had that in your life, you know, you mm-hmm. just know you're like, that wasn't me. That was right. like super simple. I just said, I said a really simple yes to like take that path. And and so putting this into play is like saying, I want to take the path in this regard. This is what I think God's asking of me. And then you do the best you can. But ultimately, you're you're like aware of the need for grace. Yeah. So the more you're aware of your need for grace, the more you've successfully been accomplishing it. Okay, I was just going to well, say to everybody oh. before you end, like, that's just a home run. So, like, if you need to stop and, like, rewind this a little bit, like, listen to that over again. Yeah, starting with Father Paul to Father Joe. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, Joe. <laughs> that was like, that was gold. So we're ramping up the last, like, minute here, um, and it's going to close out fast, so... We always forget the movie of the month for next month. Mm-hmm. Don't want to forget it. So listeners out there, next month's movie of the month is? Babette's Feast. Yes. And it might seem odd to you, but it's a very... Apropos. Yes. You should you should watch it. You should find it and watch it, and you will be... Before 9.30 on Tuesday night? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. And... Uh, Obviously, everybody, our listeners are out there, are in our prayers during Lent. We pray that you have a wonderful Ash yeah. Wednesday and a great yeah. uh, kind of Lenten purification spiritual program, like go deeper and all that fun stuff and um, resurrection at the end of this whole thing. Closing comments. Lent is a beautiful gift yeah. that we have been given. Thanks for letting us watch a Marvel movie. (laughs) Yeah, and please bring another one back again. Rock on. Well, with that, let's close out with our listeners out there, as we always do, to end each month with our family prayer. Together. Our Father, we thank you for your love and for your many blessings, especially for the precious gift of each other. Help us to show our gratitude by loving each other as you love us. Make us understanding and patient with one another. Quick to admit our failings and ask forgiveness. Generous in sharing the joy and strength we can give each other. Father, give our family lively faith and the courage to share it with those around us. Direct us to the state in life you plan for each of us and help us to use your gifts to serve you. We entrust our family to your fatherly care. Preserve us from the corruption of the modern world and help us draw closer daily to you and to each other until we come to share with you the joys of heaven. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, help us to be a holy family. Amen. We'll see you next month right here on Rutten Radio on the Real Presence Network.